Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. Up. Hello. A little bit of different scenery from Jordan there. Yeah. Are you in, are you in Hawaii? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Man. He wishes that he had was... his toes in the sand. That's right. Or in toes yeah. in the water, ass in the sand. Ass in the sand. That's right. Yeah, I, I wish. this the It's beautiful that, outside. Your microphone there? <laughs> yeah, it is now. <laughs> now reporting on the stage. Yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, shout out Casey Wiggins, Brian Sanders, Mark Brimkamp. All, uh, I guess Casey Wiggins gets the first viewer award for tonight. So yeah, yeah. Cheers, 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 boys. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. To um, all right. Yeah. Back again for episode 39. Uh, we labeled this one SRX series returns because uh, the group here really enjoyed the SRX series last year. So give us mm-hmm. something to, to talk about. NASCAR was kind of off ish except for the trucks. But anyway, episode 39, uh, we have some stuff to get into during the listener um, segment. Shout out. But uh, yeah, Brandon Hall, creator and uh, host of the Scrub and Tires podcast, and I will send it off this way. Got it. That's two hey. weeks in a row. I got it right. Yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not stupid after all. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just backwards for us. Yes, it is. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Jake Smith here, driver of the 89 GAM, and also the uh, analytical statistics uh guru i guess <laughs> i really don't even do any statistics so not I, and hardly I just, anymore because we don't do like hardly saying, any of the nascar stuff yeah i, I, I yeah, just like screenshots a great tool <laughs> <laughs> uh but i'm gonna pass down to that guy all right i'm jordan smith i'm the now official driver of the uh, 99 gam and then um also spotter for this yahoo and then was the spotter for him and i'm an official beer drinker of this podcast Heineken's uh, switching right. it up heineken's well I, hey, I'm hey, just going through my, my fridge. That's, you, I'm hey, just going through what I got. You need to drink Coors Light to support the abs. So it's that's well, true. Not but it's free. But it's free. Free. So I can't. Would go you rob the liquor that. store again? No. So we had Ashley's father's 60th birthday party over here at the house, no. and they brought over. I have one of them, you know, giant coolers. I basically put a whole body into them. And let's uh, not they, talk about that. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's past life. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was completely full uh, of beer for that party and nobody drank it. Like there was I think I drank the most beer of everybody. And so that. there's a there's a pony keg sitting down there, which I actually still need to drink. And then I have there's probably I put them all in my fridge because we're going camping this upcoming weekend. Oh, God, dude, there's seriously probably about 50 beers in my in my fridge right now and they're all free like nobody took them it's like nobody's gonna drink them fine right, your house tomorrow abs there game. you go yeah come on over <laughs> you know mark, you know, mark bring, bring, bring your green hat <laughs> there you go <laughs> nobody got that reference oh, i got it okay i don't think i did but that's from, from old, old, school. old school old school old oh. school when he's on the stage and he's all and he's all frank the tank and he tells the snoop 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 a loop is that bring, saturday bring night live no, oh, dude, you've never seen old, old school. school. Oh, with uh, Ice Cube and no, that's never mind. I'm gonna stop. Oh, Wilson's brother and oh. Will Luke Ferrell Wilson. and yeah, Luke Wilson. 
Oh, dude. Never seen it. You got to watch it. All right. You, it, that is a must-see TV right there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll it's take a word. I'll, uh, I'll exit out of the podcast and go watch that real quick. You guys got it? <laughs> All right. Done. All right. We got this. Uh, in all seriousness, um, I know. Hate on me. I Shoot. Um, anyway, so before I pass to Jord for the listener fan, the younger generation. I'm only like three years younger than you, Kyle, I think. <laughs> Those damn <laughs> millennials. True. Uh, anyway, um, before I pass to Jord for the listener fan shout out um, of the week, we actually have something to toast to, boys, and everybody watching. Today marks the one-year anniversary oh. of the creation of uh, Scrub and Tires podcast. It's officially been cheers. one year. So cheers to cheers the to three of us and cheers to everyone watching who made All it our possible. So salut. Happy, happy anniversary. Yeah. Um, actually, just found that out today. Thanks to Facebook memories. I knew it was coming soon because I know we started like halfway through the season last year. But regardless, there you go. Yeah. Um, second one. Um, we did a little – well, we didn't do a little – um, we have a little announcement, uh, from one of our good, um, friends here, um, Brian Sanders and an ex scrubbinite, uh, what do we call him? Invitee, I guess, to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, so you guys saw on, on his Facebook, Daryl Stewart's Facebook, um, they just joined forces with, uh, Frank's radio, uh, so Frank's radio service of Colorado. So now they're kind of a dealer, uh, for all your racing electronics and said, uh, brands for your radio equipment in car and spotter stand crew chief, whatever. So I have a little bit, I'm going to read, this is just, uh, to get their name out there. Um, obviously we like to help support local and, uh, especially if it's in the racing community. So, uh, like I said, we're happy to announce that Daryl Stewart will be joining the Frank's radio team. Uh, Daryl is deeply involved in the racing community and will be a great, uh, asset in providing service to the short track racing teams in and, in and around Colorado. Both Brian and Daryl will now be stocked with uh, radio accessories and available to assist you with your racing communication needs, which is very, uh, very good because uh, some of that stuff. Gets... We, we use some of that equipment. Exactly. And it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yep. awesome. So uh, as right now, they'll be selling headsets, car harnesses, cables, push to talk buttons and other accessories. Uh, they uh, also see the need for programming radios in this area, which have uh, had uh, some assistance there. Uh, and, uh, they're working on getting this place in place as soon as possible. Um, so yeah. Um, and they're, uh, working on a place, uh, to create custom earbuds like we all have, which are Ooh. fantastic. So, uh, yeah, go give them a, a like and a shout, um, and a follow on Frank's radio service of Colorado on Facebook. So there you go. A little, little shout out there. And Kyle, not all of us do use them, but we all should use them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey. There's like so many cables and, and splitters and stuff, especially when you got to run the race receivers. So right. uh, if you need help or you need some new equipment, go uh, hit up Brian or, or Daryl Stewart and they'll get you squared away. And like George said, that little push thing that you got for the headset is a game changer for sure. So it was, it was huge. That was, I mean, I was using the other one. Well, early on last year, I was doing the, the whole button up top here. That was terrible. And then I got the big fat button from that I, where, I don't remember yeah now you have i forget where we got that one from and then yeah just talking to brian i ended up getting the their push button and it's like reaction time is way better so um but yeah that definitely you love and use that equipment it's it's Absolutely. it was definitely a game changer so well there you go kyle the custom earbuds i'm telling you oh, i've dude, only been on the track once but hey they're awesome. a game changer 
can't i mean yeah. you can still hear cars around you but like it's not as bad as just like putting those like foam mm -hmm. ones in your ear or like the tape over my ears like i did for a while last year like knocks out 90 percent of the noise and all you hear is who's talking yep. on the radio it's awesome absolutely yeah so there you go frank's radio yeah go check them out all right, Jordan, now back to you for uh, the listener fan shout-out. <laughs> listener fan, I want to just thank all the fans that uh, came up to the racetrack uh, last weekend and, and came over to the pits and was just uh, chit-chatting with all of us um, last weekend because so many people that we had talked to recognized us from uh, not only on here, but also recognized us from the epilepsy walk. Uh, was is totally random. We had four or five people. Were you guys? You guys had this car down there, right? And and you know, oh, this is awesome. awesome. We didn't know you guys were here. So it's just it's just really glad to see a lot of the fan interaction that we're having. And you know, a lot of the new fans didn't know who I was. It was like, oh, it isn't. Wait, there's two cars now. Like it was so total confusion. It was hilarious. But um, just the reception of every all the fans and whatnot um, that we had gotten over uh, over last weekend it was it was amazing to see and there's a couple of uh, younger well they're not younger they're they're in their uh, late twenties there's a couple of fans that um, that are of Jake's that are really fond of him and um, they stuck around for probably an hour and chit chatted with us it was pretty fun yeah they, but it was great you know the fan interaction is just is what you what you live for when mm -hmm. it comes to this aspect of racing and whatnot, just on the local level, even on a national level, but um, being able to put smile on people's faces and have them tell you you did a good job. And, and, you know, you brought some entertainment for, to them for a couple of hours, mm -hmm. nothing beats it. So yeah, I want to just thank go. everybody that was there. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to shout out the Wiggins real quick too. I had uh, them come up to me during the race too. We were, I was waiting for uh, the pill draw and I was watching the trucks and uh, they came up and said, hello. And, that they love watching the show. So shout out to the Wiggins as well. Absolutely. Peyton, yeah. Colorado's own. Yeah. <laughs> two blocks or I, I heard two doors down from uh, Kyle Morse. Oh, wow. Neighbor, neighbors. So there yeah. you go. Oh, nice. Oh. That's a loud neighborhood it's, then. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors ate him. <laughs> anyway, let's get to uh, the good stuff. Yeah. So I'll, uh, start us off here with a little bit of our quick nascar recap so uh everybody but the truck races or truck series truck not car truck series. hey <laughs> got it right uh race this weekend so uh it was the clean harbors 150 at knoxville raceway so it is a dirt track so they uh got to see the trucks out on the dirt which i love seeing these things on the dirt it's uh some good racing and you know whether it's beating and banging it's still fun to watch um so they did do the whole traditional heat races and um you know for starting positions and stuff and that T tyler carpenter from the late model series um i can't remember what series it is uh won that one race to win this ride for this truck so uh he was in this race and i think in his heat race i saw something that he started sixth and in one lap went to second and that's where he ended up finishing so i think he started like 17th or 16th or something like that in the main event of right. the 150 but um so that was pretty cool to see that i mean jumps right into a truck and races his way up to the at least top 15 top 20 start so that's pretty cool yeah um but i didn't get to watch a whole lot of the race just because it was during uh our race and also the abs game so our main focus was more on racing <laughs> and i was like 50 50 racing oh, and that was right. entertaining and um but 
it looks like here we got the results from Saturday night. So finishing in fifth, the 52 of Stuart Friesen. Fourth, Ty Majeski, the 66. Uh, third, the 38 of Zane Smith. Uh, second was John Hunter Nemechek in the four car. And your winner was Todd Gilliland. I did see the recap of the last like two laps. Yeah, the last, yeah that was good. It was some good racing there. Clean racing the too. Yeah. It, at the end. Yeah, at the end, of course. But, <laughs> yeah, I did see those last two laps, and that was pretty entertaining. So that, I'm yeah. glad they put on a good show this weekend. Especially I know. They said, Go they ahead, said that there was the first time that he's ever driven for his dad. Really? That's Why what I had he... heard. I can't remember because he was in uh, – I can't remember what truck he was in because uh, this is his first year in the Cup Series, Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know what – truck i thought i, I thought it was on the broadcast where's I, uh, I, kyle shusha he'll put me in my place i know right yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought they said that that yeah that was the first time he had driven for his dad and then he goes out and wins the dang thing hey that's mm. the truth and dang so, that's pretty cool yeah. yeah and another thing that um i watched the replay of it because uh oh it's kb oh that's right kbm because he called out kyle bush oh that's right <laughs> yeah that whole thing but uh <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, Stuart Friesen's wife, Jessica, she runs the dirt races um, with him um, when they go to like Bristol and Knoxville. And I guess she, because that on the inside berm of Knoxville, it's literally like three foot high. So yeah. when they hit that and I I didn't see the whole thing, but she actually tipped the truck over and like rolled. But like oh, Fox's shoot. coverage, like didn't see it. I don't know if it was in the feature or the heat races or what. But I was like, damn. Oh, dang. Yeah. Don't don't see those things tip over too much at a dirt track, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ever run that track on iRacing, it's it's pretty gnarly. I, don't one, don't touch that thing. Yeah, I bet not. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, it's like uh, Oxford Plain. You do the same thing on the asphalt, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah. Um. So yeah, the trucks, and then like the title says, um, we had the SRX series back, um, which I super super. I was gonna say super enjoyed, but that's dumb. I super enjoyed it. Um, uh, it's a great series. I feel like just because they get um, some of the the older drivers, successful or not successful, put them in there. The cars are supposed to be equal. Um, they switch up like crew chiefs and, and crew members throughout the, the season and so forth. And they go to local tracks, right? So it's not your atypical SMI tracks. They go to local short tracks around the country. I, I feel like they should make the season longer. But regardless, they're back. Um, I think they only run until like the end of July. I want to say it's like eight weeks. They only schedule. have like, yeah, I was going to say they yeah. only have like six or eight races. Yeah. So that's unfortunate, but I like They'll it. They'll get bigger. But yeah. And what a way to start off at none other than five flag speedway. So um, obviously love that track snowball derby. I, I personally on iRacing anyway, love that track, but um, I'd again, love to get out there and drive that track one time. Yeah. Just that'd be one time. Sweet. Yeah. Ask, ask Jace Hansen how it is. Give us a few pointers. <laughs> right. But yeah, so they were back. I unfortunately did not get to watch um, most of any of it, to be honest. Um, busy weekend. But uh, yeah, you had a lot of heavy hitters in this one from Formula One, um, IndyCar, past NASCAR champions, all that kind of good stuff. The newest one being Ryan Newman, since he's the most recently retired um, <clears throat> from the national um, level. But anyway. And local. Um, yeah, Pollard. local. Yeah, Bubble Pollard. Um, mm-hmm. short track ace and the late models. Um, yep. I mean, that that's cool that they're including those type of people. And, and like you said, go to these local XYZ tracks. Hey, who's 
who's the bad mamma jamma around here? Well, this right. guy is. All right, we'll put him in one of these and see how he stacks up. I think it's cool right. what they're doing. Oh, Ray, yeah. Ever Ray Everham has this sought out very well. I think it's only going to continue. And like I said, like we said last year um, on the podcast, all the politics and the stuff that's going on in NASCAR, I feel like those fans are going to start migrating towards that series and make hopefully make it longer, like a, maybe a 12 or 20 race season or they whatever. They just need a so. big investor to exactly. just throw all kinds of money in. Yeah, it. and it's cool it's now too sponsors. because you do see different sponsors on the cars now. And like there's yeah. some, you know, you can visibly see like last year was just the color and then their last name on the car. And now right. it's like, oh, this person has a sponsor and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, the, the series is sponsored by Camping World. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's uh trajectory is only up for this series. So anyway, uh, I'll quit babbling, uh, fifth place, the 18 of Bobby Labonte, which is cool because he's still running the, the modifieds. Yep. Um, okay, around, yeah. Yeah. The SKS, yep. Southeast. Yeah. So good run for him. Uh, Tony Kanan finished in the fourth position and, uh, uh, the 39 of Ryan Newman. Cool to see him keep his number from the, uh, RCR days, uh, finished third aforementioned Bubba Pollard in that 26 ride finished second and uh, kind of a, I didn't think this person would win, especially like at an oval track right off the gate, especially a short track. Helio Castroneves uh, took home the, the win for the first SRX race of the year. So yeah. Shocking. I mean, Wait, he's, and, uh, he, and he drove away too. Like, yeah. yeah, I watched the highlights like the last like 10 laps or whatever. And he drove away from the, yeah, I mean, a guy that cool. is knows his way going right and left on the road courses and all, and going 215 plus miles an hour. With a lot he holds the record yeah. for Indianapolis, right? Indianapolis. That I could not he tell has you. Got, yeah, I know he's got four. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, I think he's, he's got Yeah. Four. Yeah, so, so I mean, I mean, a dude can drive yeah, flat out for he, sure. He can, Get him in anything. Drive. He's yeah, clearly yeah. he's like proven himself like a Kyle Larson. Yeah, it's got four wheels. I'll get in it. Let's go. Right. Yeah. So excited for the next one. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know where they're going without looking it up. But uh, yeah, I think super. I think if I remember right, the start of the season they started off at asphalt, and then I think they go like two dirts in a row. Yeah, which like I that. enjoyed. Like when they went to Eldora last year, that was so so cool. So. But yeah, that was your uh, SRX series recap. And since I don't do it, South Boston, okay. South Boston, that's right. And that's going to be uh, a good one. It's a fun little. And then little they track. go to Stafford and then they go to Nashville Fairgrounds, then I-55 Speedway in Missouri, Missouri, and yep. then Sharon Speedway. So the last two are um, dirt. dirt. Yeah. Dirt. Sweet. Hell yeah. So. Well, yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll give you updates like that since <laughs> they don't run every single week. Um, and we, actually like the series so yeah gives us something to talk about so yeah all right um so uh we will get into our next segment we the people which is kind of disappointed everybody we didn't get as many votes as last last week but uh yeah so but before we do that grab a sip of beer and we'll hear from the <laughs> lovely ladies at uh team denver homes What's going on, Scrub and Tires listeners? This is Michael Ann Goodart with Team Denver Homes, Remax Professionals. We know the real estate market has been crazy the past couple years, and this year is no different. That is why you need an agent who knows how to navigate this market and properly represent clients with their best interests in mind. Whether you are buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market, I would love to offer my support and services. We are a top producing team in the greater Denver area that specialize in luxury, first-time home buyers, and investment properties. We will get you matched up with the right agent for your needs. After all, 
real estate is the best investment you can buy. Feel free to reach out to me at any time via phone call, text, or email. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Real estate, best uh, investment you can make. Race cars, the worst. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Contradictory. Right, right now. Yeah, well, yeah. anyway. The best investment you'll have to have money in your back pocket to fund racing. There you go. Whatever you, you just said, love it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, so we started this segment last week uh, for everybody that was with us or listened last week. You know what to do. We post it. We try to post this. Um, we the people question poll vote on Mondays. Give you some time to, to answer it. Um, but anyway, it's called We the People. Again, like I just said, we ask something. We don't get to vote. The three of us. It's just strictly up to you. We want to know your opinion. Um, you know, it's just for fun, but maybe it could lead into you know some changes. You never know. So uh, this week's question was. Who currently is or was your favorite driver to watch at Colorado National Speedway? So, what we're can I answer the question? (laughs) No, (laughs) dang it. So, um, we only got a few uh, answers this week, so we might take a a couple from the comments since I don't know if people didn't get the memo or what, but um, yeah, so. I guess I'll start with the first one, and I think it's um, like I said, we we can see who answered, but we're not going to announce who answered it just to keep it, you know, interesting. Um, so the first one is uh, the Smith Boys of all ages. So I I wonder oh. who in the hell put that, but I, you, you got hey, a fan. Thanks. You got a Whoop. fan. I got one. Yeah, so you got a fan. Hey, look, my I made it. <laughs> we made it. We made it on the uh, We the People segment. There you go. All right. Uh, the second one we got is uh, Chris Mueller. So um, I personally right on. Uh, have heard you guys talk um, a lot about that person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he's bad. There you go. Um, and then we have a what is this six part answer here? Okay, so they broke it down into divisions for us. So we have late model right. Rick Rick Corelli, trucks that was Billy my... Billy Harkins, figure eight Lucky Bickman, Bikeman. Uh, Superstocks, Diana Jones, Grand America okay. Modifieds, Ed Vecherelli, Legends, okay. Chrisman, uh, Supermods, Davey Hamilton Jr. So that was all one answer. Um, mm-hmm. Love how they broke it down. That's uh, okay. very in-depth, so I appreciate that. Okay, thanks for that. Um, and then uh, we got a, a, another two-part answer. We have Holly Clark and Tessa Marie. So all right. there you go. We got some... Ooh, yeah older generations to currently driving to in between it's good stuff so yeah. and then over here in the comments we got uh, obviously chuck jr can't uh, can't forget him uh <laughs> dennis senior and dennis stefanik senior and junior and then uh richard yeah. burton so there you go richard burton wow yeah i remember richard burton he he drove his ass off right roger avance was really fun to watch mm-hmm. rick anytime anytime rick corelli was there you always you're, you're always in right. standing up watching. I mean, that man could flat out the high plains drifter. I was all, honestly surprised we didn't get a Jerry Robertson vote in there. And Jerry, I mean, you, yeah, you can't go wrong with Jerry. Um, yep. Scotty Backman. Oh, does it say yeah, Scotty yeah, Backman? Backman? Scotty Backman. Oh, yeah, right there. Scotty Backman. He was he was badass. Um, man, there was so many good drivers back in the day. Um, I mean, it was unbelievable the, the lineup of talent. I remember uh, Bo Kellogg. Um, when he yeah, was running it's there, it's he cool was, to see it, you know, Dylan, Dylan out there running. Yep. Yep. 
um yeah there's there is such a good lineup of drivers i mean you, yeah. you, the list goes on i mean mr vetrelli i mean i i loved watching ed drive from back in the day to even now you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's just uh who else man i mean this is this like me- down memory lane here yeah, <laughs> this is, I, was this is kind of I was hoping more people would answer <laughs> chris, I mean, chris leaf chris, I was leaf, chris yeah. leaf he was chris good. leaf man he, he won three he, championships he, in the mods in a row and and in different series yeah he yeah. wanted multiple different series um god oh, man uh joel hansen uh, jace's dad i mean he was a bad driver mm-hmm. um he raced mods too he yeah he raced the mods uh who i mean well mr G- bruce yaki i mean he's yeah, just Yaki's. a legend all around um who dominic ursetta yeah Dom- yeah ursetta see, see yeah, all these kyle, great kyle ray kyle ray he was he's <laughs> driving multiple different series yeah there's so many different drivers that you could just list out but mike starns yeah. starns he won, yeah. he won two championships back in the 90s yep yeah, he beat out dad that one year. Dad mm-hmm. won six races in 96. He won I was going to say that was 96. And he had, dad had two DNFs. Blue, uh, what do you say, uh, carburetor f- failed on him. And then one of the other ones, I, I don't know if he blew a tire or something on one of them. He, he'll be able to tell a story. He had two DNFs and he lost by like three points for mm. the championship in 96. Damn and he won six DNFs. races. Right? Two, two races in and I know all about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, but yeah, Starnes, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was, that's a good one. Yeah. That was a, uh, I thought a great question. So we'll just, uh, yeah, Charlie right. Wilson. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep those coming each and every single week. Try to look out for them on our uh, Facebook page on Mondays, um, post them. And then it's super easy. Um, doesn't take a rocket science. You just click on the link that we provide, put your email, put your name and whatever the question is, uh, you type it in or you click on it multiple choice super easy um yeah so we like to get your opinions good good uh conversations had so okay. and as more uh interesting things happen throughout the season maybe we'll talk about those and let you guys yeah. talk and not us so yeah <laughs> get you guys in trouble not us. right anyway Jordan. All right. So we're going to go on to uh, one of my personal favorites because it creates a lot of conversation. And last week, week, (laughs) it seems like everybody loves to chime in during this. So we're going to go with green flag, black flag here. Jake got fired up last week. He was was on the edge of his seat there. He was like half pissed, but half excited to ask the question. Or half you had too many mics to drink. Who knows? Hey, I'm had one. I'm I'm not doing the harders tonight. It's just the regular. Oh, mics. just okay. Just regular. Well, Three yeah. percent less. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for all the, for the maybe some of our new listeners, this is a segment where we ask each other uh, on the panel here a question, and we give our opinion whether we agree with it, green flag or black flag. We disagree with it, and then we give our reasoning. So, I will start off with the question: Do you think? Um, based upon, and I, and myself personally, I like to keep it local. Uh, do you think for the point systems that we currently have, do you think they should add in a little bit more, uh, for people to earn in different ways? And what I mean by that is currently we have points that can be earned for winners of heat races, each heat race, you can win points for first, second, and third, and then for where you place in, in the main event. And that's it. Okay. Should there be points awarded for 
most led laps. And for if you get qualifying, if you earn, if you qualify first, should you yeah. get an extra point and, and just one point or two points or something like that for, for being the top qualifier? Green flag, black flag, Brandon. Uh, yeah, that's a, a great point. <clears throat> I say, uh, yeah, I, green flag. I mean, I feel like you, I'm not trying to get myself in trouble here, but you always want to qualify as fast as you can. And if that ends up quick time, like, and I'll use a, a page out of Cobb Clegg's book here. You know, we asked him one night, I was like, man, you got some damn trophies between you and Eggleston. What do you do with them? He's like, honestly, I only care about the quick time. Cause that meant you were the fastest mother bleep there you know, <laughs> hands down. So why not, you know, be rewarded for that. If you're going to have your setup, right. If you're going to lay down the fastest lap in that class that night, why not get a point for it? You know, cause or, you know, and then you, and then you pill draw for the feature and then it comes down to like, well, why are we even qualifying? You know, if we're just going to get our positions randomized. Right. Um, so yeah, if you're going to put in the uh, effort and, and lay down a quick lap, yeah, get a point for that. Uh, leading the most laps. I mean, I don't see why not. Um, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to do. It's hard enough to lead one lap, let alone the most. Um, obviously only, but everybody only cares about the last one, but Hey, make it a point. Don't make it like 15 points, right. Where it could right. fluctuate the, the points, but a point, That's here, a lot. point yeah. yeah, point here, point there. Hell yeah. I'm green flagged Jake. Yeah. You slightly took some of what I was going to ask. It's a little different, but. Oh, my bad. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, me or him. My answer to the question. No, the question. <laughs> um, something different green flag uh i mean i kind of like i was just thinking of this before uh kyle clegg chimed in even if you don't do points for qualifying because sometimes it just comes down to the same guys get you know uh, quick time i mean not always there's been a lot of parity this year and diversity and and mm -hmm. who's gotten quick time i actually to me i would rather have money like you know, like my father-in-law keeps telling me, hey, if you break 17, uh, I'll give you 500 bucks. And I've been trying my ass off to try and you get, break it. 17. Yeah, twice. <laughs> You're close. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> close. A uh, of the throttle, like away from yeah. getting that damn seven under 17. But like, I think that would also be a little more incentive for other drivers too. Like, hey, I want, I want an extra 100 bucks, so I'll run it a little bit long, you know, more. Uh, that would be fun. That's not um, a bad idea. The, Pay for that right rear tire you use up yeah, in Exactly. <laughs> uh, if they have tires. Um, and then for leading most laps, it's kind of, I mean, that's kind of hard, like Brandon said. And then like Kyle Clegg also said, you know, with pill draw, it kind of makes it hard. But then at the same time, that gives drivers that, you know, maybe finished fifth, sixth consistently. They're right there, but, you know, they could use an right. extra couple points. And like Landon Bernie this weekend. Uh, started on the pole. He pulled rod first and he led a good amount of laps. Um, so, I mean, that's just extra incentive for drivers like him, like me, uh, you know, that when we get a good starting spot, that if we can get out to a little bit of a league before, you know, Kyle Clegg yeah. or track position matters, you know, other drivers like that, Gasser, Scotty Scott, you know, Vecherelli comes back out, uh, you know, you're ahead of them for at least a handful of laps. Maybe you can get a couple extra points on them by just at least winning a couple, you know, uh, yep. most laps right. led. So I kind of like that idea, but it just, that would be hard to, for some drivers that want to 
to do that because, you know, like, hey, well, I'm one of the fastest cars, but I got to start start eighth because that's the way I drew it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it still just gives a little more diversity in the uh, in the series itself, you know. I, I know I'm still an advocate for no pill draw for the mains, but that's just me. Yeah, that's just me. But anyways, all right, good, good, uh, good answers there, fellas. And then uh, I'll kick it off to who's next, uh, Brandon. Yeah. Um. So good topic there. Um. I it was I was having uh obviously I wasn't at the racetrack um this weekend because of work obligations, uh, but I was having difficulty um, thinking of a green flag black flag topic, but. One that kind of popped in my mind after pondering it for about five, 10 minutes was Martin Truex Jr. Obviously, I feel like uh, he's kind of mm-hmm. a favorite in this area, obviously, for driving for Furniture Row for a couple of years. And he's just, I feel like a great dude anyway. But um, with everything, you know, his, his contract has come and due. There's been tons of speculation, obviously, in the Joe Gibbs racing stable. And I got it right this time. I didn't mispronounce that. Mm-hmm. Um you have Ty Gibbs, who's a phenom in the Xfinity series, obviously will be in the Cup series at some point in time. Um, obviously, it's his grandfather who owns the team. But with that being said, green flag or black flag, and I'll start with Jordan first. Martin Truex Jr. will retire at the end of this 2022 season. I don't think he'll retire, no. Do I think that he'll be back with Joe Gibbs? No, either. Um, I think he'll, you know, I think he'll get on with one of these smaller teams. Maybe one of these teams will expand next year and he'll catch a ride because, yeah, I think that um, Joe Gibbs is definitely going to be looking to put his grandson into the seat of one of his cars Mm -hmm. and deservedly. So honestly, like kids young, but I mean, he's got some talent. So you might as well, if, if he's ready for it and you know, if you, if they, everybody around him and everybody on the team thinks he's ready for it, then, you know, and there's an opportunity where you're not tied to a contract, then you might as well make the jump because I'm sure he's going to pull some sponsorships with him. I know that, um, you know, Martin Truex has an amazing relationship with Bass Pro. So when it comes to, when it comes to him personally, like he has that funding, he has that backing, like he could take that probably to wherever he goes. I mean, he went from Furniture Row, who was a small one-car team, and took it over to Joe Gibbs with him. You know, you don't see that too often. Right. Honestly, you don't you don't you don't see sponsorships follow a driver very much. They usually stay with the team. Yep. Um so yeah, I think that it, it'll be an opportunity for probably one of these smaller teams to pick him up and have a big name on their team for one. Um and and see what happens. So I I don't think he'll retire, no. Um I I I just have a hard time thinking that he'll hang it up you know what I mean? Like he still has, he's still, he's still got it in the tank, you know, yeah. and there's no real reason for him well, to, to that give point. Yet. He's, you know, obviously been running less than average com- com- right. like compared to what he's capable of. So I feel like if he does get a win this year, everything's going to change. Yeah. Right. Whereas he's been running top 10, top 15, and he's kind of in that slum. But anyway, right. but and, yeah, and, and, and like, still all- like I said, track house. You think about Joe Gibbs as a whole. They really haven't been as a whole team. They haven't been dominant. No. They really haven't been consistently running up front. Yeah. Lately, a little bit more here and there with, you know, with Kyle Bush and well, um, and he and got Denny lucky Hamlin, but, at the D- Bristol Dirt Race. I mean, yeah, right. But as far as being like a contender, 
yeah. no not one of them yeah, has no. really shined no so I, I don't think it's necessarily him him as a driver i think it's just as them as a team adjusting to this new car is yeah. ultimately what and we're seeing that with the older drivers kevin harvick yeah. i mean they just can't figure this thing out yeah and, and well and look at that team Stuart haas i mean they're yeah. all struggling you know yeah take the words out of Danny Hamlin's mouth, you know, they backed into a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, but they haven't been struggling. I mean, your two most dominant teams have been, well, it really hasn't been dominant teams really this year. I mean, it's been kind of all of the, the well, parody and NASCAR has been. Track house. Hen- they've been. They've well, been track house, but look at Hendrick Motorsports. I mean, yeah. they've been pretty good too, but who'd have thought track house? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And, and look at, um, um, you know, Michael Jordan's, I just say Michael Jordan's team, you know, they have, yeah. yeah, they have a win. You know what I mean? Like, so it's there, it's there for all these teams, which is great for NASCAR to see that there's a bunch of different teams having an opportunity to win races versus what it used to be where it's like, okay, well, this is Chevy's year. We're going to see, you know, Hendricks run away with him for 12 races. Yeah. I love the diversity. Races. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So yeah. What do you think, but Jake? anyways, uh, I think same thing, black flag, uh, when you got a lot of fuel still left in the tank, you know, you just don't want to hang it up. I mean, there's drivers that have hung it up probably a little er- too earlier, too early than really they should have. I mean, my biggest one off the top of my head, Carl Edwards, Rusty retired. Wallace. Rusty Wallace, Man. those guys retired way too early, but, you know, they were just kind of fed fed up with it at that point. And I don't think MTJ is fed up with anything. He's He still loves racing. He still enjoys it. Uh, you know, he still does well. But um, just this year, like we all, like you guys just said, just hasn't figured it out. And he will. I mean, it, it might take a little bit, but he will. Uh, I mean, I could see him at track house if they get a, you know, another big sponsor and keep having the success they have. They'll add a third car. And you never know if he's kind of a Toyota guy right now. I don't know what Bubba, uh, Bubba Wallace's contract was, but, you know, he hasn't really been. No. doing what he was supposed to in that car that 23 car so you never yeah. know they could give him the b- good boot and keep uh mtj a bigger name a better driver uh and put him in that 23 or car, so. third team who knows or I mean, yeah, never know exactly you so, never know but yeah I, yeah I don't think he's done yet for sure so yeah. black flag for me there you go two blacks yeah <laughs> all right well i guess it's my turn so slightly uh, goes with what George was kind of asking slightly different, but I like doing the local stuff. Um, and this kind of spawned just because of our last special after what I found out about the race we won, I wasn't too happy to hear about it, but should the special nights races always be the same purse and points as our normal races on any other given night? So, I mean, I haven't won an actual feature race yet that is consistent of getting full person, full points. But I feel like it would be at least better than a third, second, third place uh, purse payout. But the points is really what got me. So green flag, black flag. Uh, Brandon, I'll start with you. What do you think? Um, this is interesting. Um Obviously, the the specials are, you know, for a reason, but I feel like, like, to your point, and not just because, you know, I'm I'm close to you, but if you win one, like that, it's hard enough to win one. I feel like you should be awarded the points and the purse money. Let's not just because you have 
$5,000 for the whole night for that class. Let's divvy it up between, you know, two, two features. I feel like if you won the damn thing, why shouldn't you get the full points and full prize money? So yeah, I, I feel like that just comes down to uh, track management, uh, but we won't get into that. But yeah, um, green flag, they should be every, no matter if it's $10,000 race, $100 race, you pay out the same points and it's consistent yeah. no matter how many races you run every night whether if you run five features or one feature you should get all the points and all the money george so. i i agree with that like it, and i have a suggestion of how you could probably fix that but um Tell them. but green but green flag no it's stupid i mean if you're going to promote it as a double feature night then you, you better well as you, you better well as give it the same points same prize money like you're you're saying it's two main events well then then yeah. treat it as such like don't tell us oh this is two main events because like you know we had talked about in the drivers meeting about when it came down to like the tire situation they're like well this is you know this we're considering this a night of racing but it's having two features well then okay well you're telling us one thing but then you're delivering us another mm -hmm. so what i would like to see though is get rid of the damn double feature nights to be honest with you and go to one race do 50 lapper and double the points there so don't do don't do a double points night and then make it a 50 lap race and here boys have at it yeah you know what i mean like let's 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 make it even more worthwhile because i do miss those i do made i do miss those days when they had um longer races for all of the classes not just the not the super late models where they're running the 150 um you know you're doing a 50 lap or a 75 lap you know for the gams you're doing a 50 lapper for the the super stocks uh for the late models you're doing a 75 lap like get every class give them a boost up and make that and make that the feature don't do a special night two special nights on the same night don't mm -hmm. do that make one make make your one class the feature and if it's the super stocks you make them the highlight of the night they're gonna then the gams and the super late models or whoever else you have on that lineup they're all gonna go in front of the super stocks and the super stocks are gonna get the marquee you know they're gonna be the marquee event and they get to go last and they get to run 75 laps mm -hmm. like that's how you, that's that's how you should do it get rid of this double the double feature nights if you're not gonna treat it as such then get rid of it and then just make it you know one badass event for each class and and mark it down on the calendar and once again promote the hell out of it yeah. <laughs> like, you know you know you don't you don't see these special feature nights uh, um you, you you don't read much about them you don't hear about it you know it's just like oh it's a double feature night well it's just mm -hmm. it's break time for us you yeah. know what i mean like you get one little one little main and then you get another little main and that's it like it's yeah there's no excitement there for me like yeah you know and so, to that point like guys in those other classes the figure eights and the super stocks that have never ran the last feature you know the main event you know wwe style the main event last race of the night you know a lot of those guys don't have that chance so they don't they they would probably love it and who knows they might even put on a hell of a show you know I'm for that sure. especially for 50 lapper double right. points you i i guarantee you you'd see some of the best racing out of every single class right. that one night than they had all year yeah. I want to see 40 freaking pure stocks go at it for 50 laps. Heck yeah. That'd I mean, be badass. <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, like when we did our last special, we had a 20 lapper and a 30 lapper. So we just did 50 laps. 50. Yeah. We just well, we tried to, break. 
get him to do that. But yeah, anyway. it's like just roll it all into one and, right, and yeah. call it good. Cause yeah, I mean, you know, take this weekend, it, I, you know, I felt like I was getting a little bit better as the race went on. You know, right. I don't know if everybody else was falling off and I, maybe I was just staying consistent, but I felt like toward the end of the race, I started kind of making up the ground that I lost that we'll talk about later, but it, <laughs> it helps drivers that maybe they're not just, they're not so good on the first 10 laps. And then all of a sudden their tires and their car starts coming in, you know, lap 15, 20. And it's like, well, shoot, now I only got 10 laps left and I got three seconds to make up. Like, right. you know, it would just put on much better racing. I feel like. Right. Yeah. Think about, think about it, you know, and there's going to be, there's, there's always cautions. I mean, unlike we'll get into later, there was one night where we didn't have a caution, but if it goes the full 50 laps, I guarantee you there's going to be some back and forth. There's going to guys that are going to start in the rear and move their way up. There's going to be, yeah, that leader. I mean, how many of the bigger races, for instance, the Arca race um, last year, that 16 Napa truck car ran away with it for the first like 100 laps, right? And Jesse they were on Love. one set of tires. Yeah, Jesse Love ran away with it for the first 100 laps. And then the last 50 laps, he fell off. Yeah. And then, boom, get down to the end. And they're side-by-side -side racing for for the win there at the end i mean that can happen here and you know but we just never get that opportunity we're always just the same consistent 30 laps 30 laps 30 frankly that gets boring i want to see something and, different and like you also pointed to market and sell the hell out of it because yeah. <laughs> i mean like we kind of talked about last year you don't do any marketing there's like a couple like this you know what the most marketing i've seen out of you know, not to trash CNS, but like the most marketing I've seen that they've done is the damn uh, monster trucks this weekend. Like all last week, I saw right. all kinds of stuff yeah. all over Facebook about the monster trucks. Like you're wanting to sell more beer, more food, more tickets. You want to get the fans, you know, the stands full. Then I know it's the monster trucks, but still, it's like if you want to start getting more people out to your weekly races, then start Monday and start advertising the hell out of it put it on well, commercials that. and the radios on tv billboards you know like spend a couple hundred bucks putting it on the billboards hey five thousand dollar race call our national speedway super late models super stocks whatever it is like come check it out like do something different yeah, yeah. yeah. or pay us to advertise yeah yeah <laughs> exactly i think we do more than they do <laughs> yeah i, I would we agree get, with that we get quite a few viewers on this uh podcast yeah. here so yeah. yeah no i i agree i think that there's just there shouldn't be uh i think we should just do away with them honestly and just go to some bigger races and make them a bigger money race yeah get some funding for it um you know there's sponsors out there that are willing to do you know a thousand dollars even you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a five thousand dollar freaking yeah. deal you know just just something just to give back to the drivers and and have a bigger event something that something that all of us can circle on our calendar like that's the one event that's the one i want to win and got double points more money and it's a bigger race mm -hmm. i mean what else more do you want as a driver i mean ultimately i i don't think not much more yeah, yeah. exactly Good point you know so anyways well, sorry go. go ahead there we go <laughs> no that was it <laughs> Green flag, black flag. There you go. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. So uh, as Jake um, alluded to, we'll get into the action-packed weekend of CNS. But first, let's hear from the great people at Citywide Banks. You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him. 
and his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low-interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. There you go. Good old people at Citywide Banks. In the commercial (laughs) starring Chuck Smith Jr. and Jake in their 67 Mustang. Yep. I, I wish we had one. Yeah, don't quote me on that. I have no idea yeah. what, I, what year I'm, that was. But. I'm hoping for one one day they give me a call and say, hey, we want to make a commercial with your race car. I'd love that. It'd be great. Heck yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we are going to, like Brandon said, start with the recap segment of the CNS weekend. So we had the Towers Night. There out. we go. Uh, not towers. Not towers. I, I screwed that one up. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. Um, we had the pure uh, pro trucks, late models, gams, and pure stocks this weekend. So I'm going to throw this over to Brandon to do the highlight of the pure stocks. You betcha. All right. Uh, qualifying, uh, you had the OH6 of McCrista Hilton, and I think it's her first time back this year. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't seen her at all this year so far. Anyway, uh, qualifying, she, uh, qualified fifth fastest, the 22 of AJ Hill, fourth, third, uh, just says the, uh, 66. So whoever that is, no name on the transponder. Don't know who you are. Maybe it was Kyle Cliff. You never know. Um, third was the 66 M of Mike Maldonado jr. Um, and then second was the OH7 of Dave Wheeler, which maybe some of our viewers, listeners, fans can uh, chime in as to why the other uh, the other Hilton sister not driving that one. Uh, but anyway, uh, and then Ronald Johnson, the number 34 from Westminster, was your quick time winner of the evening. Getting into the dash, uh, your quick time uh, winner of the night, 34, Ronald Johnson finished fifth, OH6 of McCrista Hilton. Uh, fourth, 66M of Mike Maldonado Jr. Third place, second place with the, was the OH7 of Dave Wood. That's tongue, especially when they finish close to each other, uh, all these OHs. Uh, and your dash winner was the number 22 of AJ Hill. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, Race Monitor didn't have the fast dash results, so we only have the uh, winner, which was the number 22 of AJ Hill. So congratulations, sir, on winning the fast dash. On into the feature. Oh, and yeah, Aubrey is doing other things. Okay, thank you for the update, Ray. Uh, fifth place was the number eight, and here's a name we screwed up a bunch last year, and we're going to get it right first time. Isaac Almasuare got it right. Finished fifth place, your mm-hmm. quick time winner, 34 of Ronald Johnson. Fourth, uh, the 41G of Christopher Galvin uh, finished third. Your fast dash winner, uh, the number 22 of AJ Hill, took home second place in the feature, and your feature winner. Uh, filling in or owning that car, whatever's going on, the OH7 of Dave Wheeler. So congratulations, Mr. Wheeler, on your uh, feature win for the night. And I will uh, pass to George for the late models. All righty. Didn't get a whole lot of time, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit later to watch some of the other races while we were out there. But there was some... uh, was some really good racing going on in the late model vision here. So I will give the rundown for that. Uh, qualifying, uh, coming in fifth was the 98 of Lee Kemet. Uh, fourth was the eight of Dan Alma. Third was the 31 of Rick Smith. Second was the 51 of Eric Meisner. Good to see that car back out there. Uh, and then coming in with quick time with a 17.416 was the 76 of Chad Cohen. And he's from Nebraska. Um, then you had your dash. Uh, 
which I got to watch the, I, I love it when people record them and actually post them on Facebook and I can go back later on and watch them. Cause I do love watching all the races, but sometimes we just don't get an opportunity to do it. Like I said, but, um, yeah, the dash was actually a pretty good little race, uh, caution early on. Um, I don't know what happened, but I don't know if they got bottlenecked up there going into turn one on the start and Mr. Scuffka got spun out and headed up face first towards the wall. And I was glad he didn't actually connect nice. with the wall because he just put that car back together. So, um, but anyways, uh, then, I mean, it was pretty good racing all around, but, uh, I don't get into the winner and, and this person did a really, really good job after watching the replay of it. So coming in fifth was the one sixteen of Mark Willie. Fourth was the 48 of Mikey Blackard. Uh, third was the 58 of Bryce Winemaster. Second, say this dude's name a lot, was the one yeah. NE of Troy Widar. Well, he races then, everything, so. <laughs> I know, it's like, yeah, start racing unicorns. Um, <laughs> <laughs> coming in first, and great job by this young lady. Uh, she pretty much ran away with it, uh, was the 17X of Mariah Boudreaux. So, um, but again, yeah, Race Monitor did some weird things uh, with with the race results so we didn't get the uh the fast dash but i do know that the fast dash winner was mr lee kemet and for the main event um was a pretty good main event honestly uh some good battles uh going on uh all around and uh yeah i mean it, there wasn't a whole there was all the cars came pretty much came home in one piece which is good to see because i know That's that great. there was some struggles in this class uh, early on this season, just a lot of, you know, just a lot of mishaps and unfortunate circumstances of a lot of race cars getting completely wrecked. So uh, it was good to see that, you know, a lot of people came home with cars intact. I know I talked to Ms. Car Mr. Kyle Morse after the race was over and went by and said hello. And he said that his power his, uh, his steering box went out about halfway through his race and he got out of that car and he just like his arms fell to the ground. He was like, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't move. <laughs> I can't, can't even imagine. imagine having a steering box go out on you in the middle of a race and having to fight that car. I probably Ooh. just pulled off. But <laughs> anyways, uh, coming in fifth for your for your main event was 31 of Rick Smith. Coming in fourth was the 51 of Eric Meisner. Third was the six of Tommy Rowe. Uh, second was the 98 of Lee Kemet. And then, man, this guy's just on a roll. Uh, coming in first was number eight of Dan Alma. So there is your rundown Congrats. for the, yeah. I mean, awesome job. I mean, consistency there. It's what it takes, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, good job to Mr. Alma. Um, congratulations on your win. Um, uh, yeah, keep it rolling. Yeah. Um, before I get into the games real fast, I do know that Rick Smith, the 31, uh, he did get wrecked there, uh, the fast dash and they got that thing repaired and got back out there. And yeah. Ray Duncan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's very so, true. Yep. Yeah. He, he got the, I mean, and I don't know exactly the damage that he got, but I was standing there right after the fast dash, uh, waiting for the pill draw and, uh, their pit crews were, they didn't fight, but I mean, there was some security to make sure that they didn't fight, <laughs> but there was a lot of yelling back and forth and a lot of words we cannot say on this podcast. So a uh, little entertainment in the pits, at least. You yeah. cotton-headed nitty mugging. Yeah. <laughs> come, come at me, bro. And, and Come at me, bro. Not to be too judgmental, but there's a couple of guys like I don't think you should be getting in a fight. I think you pretty much just lose. So let's just—if you guys are yelling, just keep that up because I'm well entertained with that. That's fun. 
<laughs> oh my god! Speaking of fights, you guys see that one at the end of the Abs games last night? I was like, yeah, yeah. You don't oh, see yeah. that too often in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he had it coming. Yeah, he did. That's right. <laughs> we won't talk about Abs. I'm. I gotta focus on. Sorry. Him no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So for the Gam class, uh, Saturday night was a good, uh, good overall night all around. Um, not only between both dashes, but the feature, the main event. One of the, probably the best races we've had in a long time. Um, so it kind of started out. Jord, of course, like we said, made his debut. So first practice, start going out there three laps in, and the left rear shock mount, the bolt broke. So Yeah, right on the bird cage yep. where the shock sits on. It kept snapping that bolt. I hit the throttle, gone. Yep. So we got that fixed. Went out for second practice, five laps in. Did the same thing. And it actually felt bad because uh, Jordan pulled off into the infield and they were trying to get his car at least hooked up so they could roll it off. But obviously with the whole thing sitting on the left rear, it took a while to uh, hook that thing up and get it off the track. So it actually kind of cut down our second practice, like everybody's yeah. second practice so- for the games. So. Sorry sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> New uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah, Stuff rookie. Happens. stuff happens but um i i this kind of goes to all the respect and all the camaraderie with the within the all drivers let alone the gam class because we had about four or five different drivers and four or five different crew members of those drivers come over look at it check it out kind of give their two cents on maybe what to try and it was a huge help because uh george was able to get it fixed well dad and greg dryling thank you greg dryling by the way for helping out because uh, we don't know what we would have done without you helping out. So got that fixed, got him out for his dash. But before I talked about the dash, um, qualifying. So uh, <laughs> top five here, uh, pretty good job by Landon. Uh, coming in fifth, uh, the 37. Uh, the fourth place was uh, six of Scotty Scott. I took uh, third in qualifying, like I said, it's that close to uh, breaking 17. Uh, Nathan Gasser in the 24 car, and then your quick time of the night was the 51 Kyle Clegg with a 16.858. So, it um, was a good damn lap. good lap. So, um, set up for the dashes. Uh, like I said, George got out there, so that was good for him to get out there and get some laps finally, especially in some race uh, <laughs> conditions. Um, but your top five for the dash, which it was green flag, uh, start to finish. Um, six X of Ben Hendricks, uh, came over for sale. It is for sale. He's been trying to sell that for a little while now. So. There you go. Um, Somebody wants to get in a gam. There's one. There you go. Maybe yep. I should just dodge the legend and just, just kidding. There you go. Hey, <laughs> it's a thought. No, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. You never know. <laughs> go fund me, everybody. Mm. Go fund me. Yeah. We're going to um, need more than that. <laughs> um, Coming in fourth in the dash, the 77 of Brian McKeever, which is the spotter to CJ Wilson. Uh, So they got him. uh, I can't remember exactly how they said they had this car. I don't know if it was like a third car they had and then painted it up for him or whatever. But I know they had a third car and brought it out for Brian this weekend. So Charlie didn't race. So uh, Brian raced this car. Um, then third was the 41 Eric Boss, second was 68 Forrest Smith, and your dash winner, Mr. Sideways Jim, Jim Douglas, in the uh two car. So 
Congratulations to him. Uh, and then on to your fast dash. Uh, Question real quick. Was yeah. he sideways at all during that dash? Yes. He's okay. always. I think it's almost every gym. corner. It's, yeah. There you go. It's, he's sideways Jim for a reason, right? Maybe he's sideways Jim. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, at least he keeps it off the wall and he keeps he spinning out. So, I mean, yeah, it yeah. works. It works, right? It works. <laughs> um, so, in the fast dash, uh, I finished uh, fifth, 89. Uh, fourth was 37 of Landon Bernie. Third, uh, number six of Scotty Scott. Second was the 51 of Kyle Clegg. And your fast dash winner was the nine of CJ Wilson. So, Mr. Burrito Man. Mr. Burrito Man. Yeah, getting away. I hear you. Yeah, maybe you cut out a couple burritos. <laughs> Shed some uh, of that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. See did he? Uh, did he make that, uh, macaroni for you? No, we we came up with a plan of doing that. He's he said that was just a little too much to try and get done. So they made sloppy joes instead. Oh, can't yeah. go wrong there, right? All right, and then uh, that fast dash too. We went uh, start to finish green flag, so that was good. Both dashes never had a caution, and it's continued on into the feature race. So. Um, Green flag, start to finish. It was a great race. Um, I don't think there was any. I think the only thing that happened was CJ spun himself out, and he, you know, came yeah. up and talked to me about it. And I was like, "Yeah, I was like right there behind you." And he's like, "Oh, so you're the reason I spun out?" I'm like, yeah. mm, "No, Kinda. but you, you can no. blame you can blame <laughs> me if you want." He's like, "That's what we're going with. Not that I don't have the talent." It was pretty funny, but. Um, yeah, it was clean racing, good racing. I kind of screwed up on lap five, and I was racing with uh, Scotty Scott and got a little too hot into the corner on the high side and ruined all my momentum. Uh, but uh, we had some good racing going on. Landon Bernie started first. I think he uh, led probably like the first eight Painful laps, laps, ten laps, yeah, somewhere so, like, something that. like that. Kyle uh Give Kyle a good run for his money for a couple laps, and then Kyle overtook him, and um, that's kind of where it ended up finishing Kyle Clegg. So uh, top five here. Uh, the 68 of Forrest Smith uh, came home fifth, so good job, Forrest. Uh, fourth place, number 37, Landon Bernie, which I got him coming right out of turn four. I got him for third place, so I finished third, 89. Uh, second place was Scotty Scott, uh, then the sixth car, and like I said, your feature winner the 51 of mr kyle clegg which uh before the feature started um because last week we talked about wearing our abs jerseys i did bring my abs jersey jord brought his <laughs> we did. wore ours after the race doing autographs he wore his during the race for it's the fire retardant it's fire retardant yes it <laughs> is um but that was pretty cool for him to do that especially for him winning he got the client he did his whole you know uh celebrations climbing the, climbing the fence and he had the abs jersey on so and the fact that they won seven to nothing i i think maybe uh kyle clegg brought himself good luck and the abs some good luck so i think that's pretty cool that you did that kyle uh especially for the that fans cool. to kind of see something different and you know we've been uh, proponents for if you win do something cool for like a celebration so if that's your that i mean obviously that's your thing so uh Having you do that, that was pretty cool. So, uh, great race. George finished seventh in his first race. He uh, did really well. Consistent. Stayed out of trouble. And uh, came home. For, I think you started, what, 13th out of 14? And I started seventh. I started 12th out of 13th. And then um, right. took me about eight laps or so to get in a rhythm. Because in, in the heat race, we just wanted to make sure the car was like, good we weren't gonna break again so i really wasn't pushing the car a whole lot during the heat race 
um, as it kind of, the heat race went on, I kind of pushed it a little bit more and more just to make sure that we were good. And then when the, the main went, um, right off the, right off the bat, I was pushing the car pretty good, not hard, but pretty good. And then I got about eight laps in and I started, I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're fine. I'm, it's not going to break on me. <laughs> and then I really started to kind of push it and, and yeah, I got to make a couple passes and, um, car felt and just, just this, you know, and I never been in the car. Like I haven't, I haven't, I haven't made any laps in it. We missed all of, all of practice, you know, in the month of April, we missed, how many of the handful of races already this season we were going to go out and practice last friday but they had the monster truck thing going on so we couldn't practice we missed both practices the day of so literally the only thing that i had in the car the only time i had in the car was in in the races so um yeah so i i i can't i can't say anything bad uh like like i said i want to i just want to give a huge shout out to for one my dad um that old man busted his ass getting that car ready to go not only during the week putting the motor in but then getting it set up and then when we had the issues him putting it all back together i want to thank john seeley for his help i want to thank charlie wilson for his help i want to thank um uh, greg dryling i mean huge help uh mike hunter i mean all of those guys laid played a part in getting getting just me getting me in a position to be able to at least be on the track for the main event and um and to be able to come home and say, after the race was over, I didn't even know where I finished. Honestly, I was just so focused on what I was doing and I was gaining ground. I made, like I said, I made a couple passes and then I, and then I got to oh, about a car length and a half from Jim Doug. And at that point I was like, Oh shit, I got to be at least somewhere mid pack or if not closer up to the front. Cause I know that he runs pretty consistently up in the top six, top seven. So I, I mean, but at that time I didn't know where I was at when they, I pulled off the track and Greg Dryling comes up to the, up to the window net and he's like, you know, great job and this and that. And then <laughs> it was really funny. Good old Perry white comes up and he goes, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. He's like, he pulled down the window net and he's like, talk about getting your fucking feet wet. I'm like, well, where'd I, yeah. Beep. Where, where'd I finish? Well, Jesus kid, you finished seventh. I'm like, well, damn, I didn't even know. Where I finished. Yeah, right. You know? So, but, um, yeah, hats off to everybody. It was an amazing experience. Um, overall it was fun and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, uh, running the rest of the year in that thing. Um, now, now it's, yeah, I know, but now every it's just, time, every time you and I go out, he has to work on the damn thing. Kind of work on the thing. <laughs> But uh, it, it's it's going to be it's going to be amazing to get a feel now for what, you know, because everybody's asking me, you know, what's the car doing? And and early on, I couldn't tell them. It's just like, I don't know, because I'm not pushing it hard enough to know what the car's doing. Uh, but then after the after the main event was over, I, we got a feel for what, it, you know, where we kind of need to make some adjustments in um, and whatnot now. So now we're going to get some more practice. We're going to go out and practice again and then get it back on the uh, get it back on the track for next race. So July. <laughs> We'll be back out there, both cars. It'll be fun. Yeah. We might have to uh, come up with a little shake and, and bake. bake plan so that way we there can we keep go. old Mr. <laughs> uh, Kyle Clegg behind both of us. And, hey, you know, there you go. Swing try, shot and, try and give us that uh, best shot yeah, to win right. the championship. No, yeah. right. I'm, just, I'm just kidding, Kyle. <laughs> but seriously. Uh, but seriously. Yeah, good run. Both. Uh, and I was just looking at the final standings there. If uh, Jordan would have snuck in a uh, top five, there would have been three Smiths in the top five. Hey, hey. No, that's true. 
and that's true. no relation to Forrest. So yeah, Forrest, yeah. Nice. yeah, there's a lot of Smiths are taking over. Rick Smith, Forrest <laughs> Smith, you guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the I guess the last class of the night that ran on Saturday, um, <laughs> Pro Trucks. Yeah, Pro Trucks. Sorry, I was reading comments over there. Um, so it had a pretty stout field, it looked like. Obviously, I wasn't there, but reading uh, the excerpts there. Uh, qualifying, 33 of Tyler Davis, uh, qualified fifth. Um, the 65E this week, uh, Chris Eggleston was in that truck. I think they share it between, used to be Travis Rowe, then George. Um, but Chris was in it this week. Uh, qualified fourth right out of the gate. Really impressive. Uh, number nine of Curtis Hildenbrand, which I'm still uh, looking for my hat, buddy. You talked about your hat last week, and you never hit me up. So anyway, oh. good uh, qualifying <laughs> position. Uh, and then the number seven of a Adam Dines. Is that what we're going with? Dines? Dines. 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 The bright-ass yellow truck. That's what I'm going to call him. Uh, <laughs> qualified second. And then, uh, to no one's surprise, the 22 of Brian Yaki uh, was your quick-time winner with a time of 16.845. So good job, Mr. Yaki. Into the dash, uh, the number 11 of Steve Johnson finished fifth. The 88 of Paul Himmler in his first year in the truck series, or the pro trucks, excuse me, uh, finished fourth. 28 of Brian Winemaster, third. The 5W of Troy Widar, which, like we said, races everything. Um, so good run for him. And then your uh, dash winner was the 50 of Tyler Wiggins. So congratulations, sir. Um, yeah. Really coming on strong in the legends and the trucks this year. So keep it up, young man. Um, into your fast dash, uh, the bright-ass yellow uh, number seven truck of Adam Dines finished fifth. The 22 of Brian Yaki fourth. The 34 of Rudy Vanderwall third. The number nine of Curtis Heldenbrand. And I'll say it again, I need a hat. And uh, your fast dash winner um, was the 65E of Mr. Chris Eggleston. So uh, shaped up, obviously, to be a, a good feature event, just looking at it on paper without reading anything. Um, and it looked like there were two main um cautions that kind of dictated how this thing kind of played out you had obviously yaki running up there uh vanderwall running up there and then vanderwall uh bringing out one of those cautions broke. yeah, yeah broke. broke yeah and then uh kind of seemed like a battle between eggleston and yaki and then the uh number 90 uh chasing groff um had a, a misfortune and had to pull off as well. brought out, yeah uh Brought out another late race caution, so setting up for another restart, which is always exciting. Um, and it uh, looked like it came down to the last couple of laps battling with each other. But uh, fifth of uh, in fifth place, the 33 of Tyler Davis. Uh, fourth place was the bright-ass yellow truck of Ad Adam Dines. Third place, Curtis Heldenbrand, I won't mention the hat this time. And then uh, second place, uh, 22 of Brian Yaki. And for the first time in this truck this year, to no one's surprise, I mean, the guy can wheel anything. Uh, we say it all the time, the 65E of Chris Eggleston with his uh, – I know it's not his first pro truck win, um, but first uh, first time getting in that truck uh, this year. So, um, And you could tell the last time they ran when we were there, uh, when George was driving the truck, they progressively made that truck better and better through practice, through qualifying heats and so forth. Um, so that truck has got some oomph to it. Um, and it just uh, shows there that they can get it done. So congratulations, Mr. Eggleston, on your uh, first of how many pro truck. I don't know how many times you're going to drive it, but uh, there you go. One and done, maybe. Hey, it's a good uh, right off in the sunset. Good one and done if that's what yeah. you're going to do. I will, I, I will add to that, though, real quick, because at that late caution that they had for him, the restart that he got on that caution is what ultimately won him that race. 
he got a, an amazing jump yeah. at coming off of turn four there and, and just rocket shipped to the lead. And then all he had to do there was just be consistent because mm-hmm. Yaki was behind him. Consistent. And he is. He is extremely consistent. He knows that track extremely well and what the car can and cannot do when you put him in the driver's seat. And for him to uh, – that's that was like – just like the little thing that he needed and able to like seal the deal. You know what I mean? So I, I allude to him to that restart because had he probably not gotten that jump, we would have probably seen side by side racing, right. honestly, but because he got that amazing jump, he was able to clear and then any, and it ran away with it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, just goes to show you like how important just something as little as that, you know, as a restart can be, you know, and able to, just give you a position or two so yeah no and um on the eggleston train um i'm not sure if everyone saw that video if you're friends with mr eggleston or katie uh their son uh tanner um they did a little uh, video in the middle of their living room or something and he did a ray duncan uh impersonation from the pit tower um most hilarious thing i've ever seen i didn't want to share it because i didn't have you know katie or chris's permission but absolutely hilarious if you're friends with them go check it out uh tanner is spot on with uh you know sounding how ray is when she's such and such and such and such to the pit tower and tanner who's correct me if i'm wrong three or four years old spot on i mean i i don't even know where that came from how it was i don't even know that was awesome oh, that's uh, awesome. and you know tanner's you know been around it since he was you know uh, born basically yep. so yep. he's been around it and just uh for such a young man to remember that kind of stuff verbatim it is uh it is awesome that's great, so, that's you know, great. he he got he got to hear it a lot this saturday because there was a lot of times that ray was calling such and such drivers to the pit tower now <laughs> so he got a lot yeah. of, he heard a lot of practice out of her this week <laughs> yeah he, that's awesome good it time awesome. but yeah oh, ray funny. shared it if you're friends with uh the egglestons go look at it. it it'll make your night if you're having a bad night it'll make your night so good <laughs> time but yeah sounds like a great uh evening of racing as always at cns and uh looks like we didn't have as much drama can we all agree on that I think the only drama we yeah. had was the fact that uh, I guess one of the monster trucks out front like broke down or something. Oh. I don't know. They were, I that don't sounds know, like, expensive. I, I heard somebody say one of them broke down or something like that out front and they were giving well, kids damn. rides and stuff. So I think that was well. And besides the two pit crews uh, yelling at each other. Yeah. Well, that was good. you'll have that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just good to see not, you know, I mean, normally when we're standing over our pit stall, because we're usually the first one, first pit stall as you come off the track, you know, so we see everybody that's coming off and it was just good to it's see. It's better you know, for the show that we see that. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. We can say, oh, so he, well, he's missing a whole front end. <laughs> yeah. uh, his tire just took off the whole quarter panel there, you know, so um, it was good to see just good racing in general. I think that uh, the respect factor between all the drivers, you know what I mean? Like, I think this is a, we're getting into the latter stages of the season. You know, I think that people are, you know, they get the jitter, the early season jitters out and whatnot. You know, I mean, the guys are still pushing hard, obviously, you know what I mean? It's still, it's still racing, but I think that, you know, guys are just keeping it more under control, which is nice to see um, not boatload of cars coming off the track, just in a complete mess. Yeah. So, yeah. For, 
for Toer's night out, they didn't have a whole lot of towing to do. So that's that just, is good. Uh, just good, me. A good thing. Literally, for it was just me. For them. Yeah. <laughs> it was hey. literally just me. That was the only car that got towed off the track. Well, and Rick's twice. Hey. The Rick's well, Rick, yeah. The, dash, but the Smith. That's true. Name yeah. Smiths. Smiths. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> but mine took 45 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> you need to make a plaque for you. The longest tow time. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into this week's preview uh, to Colorado National Speedway, uh, we're going to hear from our friends at Town & Country Alamosa. And I will say uh, in this um, advertisement of the 2022 Bronco, uh, Michael Ann's parents uh, just actually got one. And it was the first time I was able to see a brand new Bronco, been a fan of the Broncos, you know, the old Blazers, Broncos, that kind of era. Great cars made, you know, um, it was the first time and it's, uh, can't remember, it's the Sasquatch edition, which is absolutely phenomenal. If you're looking for a new Bronco or anything, put your name on the list because I know there's a huge wait list for them, but those things are badass. I'm just going to say it firsthand if you're looking to go, even just, even if you don't take it off, off road, that thing looks sweet on the pavement. So just wanted to throw that out there because they are pretty sweet. So anyway, let's hear from I think it's time you trade in that old truck, SUV, car, or all three if you got them for something new. What do you say? I mean, come on, people. It's 2022. Before you do, though, go check out our friends and presenting sponsor, Town & Country Alamosa. Their experienced staff and years of expertise satisfying customer after customer will change the way you purchase new or used vehicles. Don't believe me? Give them a call at 719-587-1800 or visit www.townandcountryalamosa.com and experience their unmatched customer service firsthand. Don't forget to tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you. There you go. Looks just like that uh, one in the advertise. It doesn't have that cool little door, though, on it, but I think it's pretty sweet. I wanted to take it for a rip, but I didn't. Damn. But, yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> Let me drive the old Corvette next to it, which is. Ooh. Oh, I'd rather do that one. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, CNS weekend preview. So June 25th, the general air 4th of July in June, you have the super late model special. Um, like we talked about earlier, the special. So don't want to miss that one. Pro trucks again, super stocks, wild and crazy trains. And of course, fireworks because it's 4th of July in June. So. If you're not doing anything this weekend, uh, come out, support your local racetrack and your local drivers. Uh, give us something to talk about. So that is uh, what's on tap for CNS this weekend. So good lineup. Go. Yeah, absolutely. And good lineup. Special, you can't go wrong there. Uh, what is it? A uh, hundred and hundred laps. Let me see here. Uh, I don't know what it is for the super late model specials. Yeah, it doesn't say. Any uh, track officials know how so, many laps it is? Uh, oh, I'm sure they probably do. 75 at least, right? Yes, especially for, yeah, 4th of July right. special, you would well, think so. Probably around, yeah, 75 or 80, somewhere around, because they run, yeah. run 40, 40 lap features normally. Yeah. So maybe 70. Or unless they divide it up into two, which we don't know. No. Somebody will tell us. Yeah. yeah. Could, Could be two main. Yeah. Yeah. Black flag. Yeah. I Everybody, it, yeah. You should all send in your emails right now and say, let's do one big special. Just like Jim wants. Yes. Okay, right now. Yeah. Right now. Send in and, your emails. And, and make sure we get it in early. Mm -hmm. Like you said, was, do it earlier it in the week. Early in, well, earlier in the week. Early in the week. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Cool. Uh, 
All right. right. Hey, Who's they were ready? supposed to have gotten a shipment uh, yesterday. Uh, today, so yesterday or today. Yesterday or today. So we'll see. Fingers crossed for Fingers crossed. all of our fellow series. Yes. But hey, we've come to one of our favorite segments, our interaction with the fans. We've got give me some loving. There we go. So all you guys uh, get your questions ready. Start shooting them to us now. We're going to go through our little uh, intro video and then, yeah, hit us up. The, Let us know what you yours. want us to answer. You know, you can tell us we look dumb. My shirt sucks, like whatever, you know, just hit us up. Tell us, tell us, tell us. Weird flex, but all right. Uh, I, I love, I love this shirt. Dodgy style. I had to. You can dodge mm. a wrench. You can dodge a ball. You can there dodge you a ball. Dodgy style. All right. <laughs> well, let's cue that, that and let's uh, get into give me some loving. We just need to have a uh, Days of Thunder watch party at one of our houses. Invite oh, everybody. <laughs> be great. We should. Oh. I'm eating ice cream. <laughs> Dropping the hammer, Chuck. No, <laughs> All right. Who's got the first one of the night? We're queued up and ready. Uh, Ask us anything. Anything you'd like, as long as it's appropriate for uh, Facebook. Mark Bremkamp's got, <laughs> Brem oh, got a question. All right. <laughs> if a bear shits in the woods, no one is there. Does it smell? Pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, wind does carry the scent. That's an interesting leadoff, but thank you, Mark. I mean, uh, just just because there's a person out there that can't smell it, I'm sure there's other animals that can smell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that tree next like to them, Bob, what, 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 a, what a way to start this section off. All right. <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, Mark and uh, Ian for helping me with the motor on Sunday. Much appreciated, guys. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, that's awesome. You're a flag man, ladies and gentlemen. Don't make us start asking questions now. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, Jeopardy. My series of SFR sandwich and Oof. curve three. Oh, Mike, don't be talking oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Don't be we talking don't that, that stuff. You don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, don't you put that evil on us, <laughs> right, Duncan? Would, we do ask you. That's what the the We the People segment is for. That that was uh, uh oh man, there'd be one pissed off car owner mm -hmm. if uh, if that ever happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Because yeah. like I said, I think we've talked about it before. There's been numerous times where I've given Jake the bumper and he's come out fisticuffs. Like we were, I, we were what, 11? Oh, you were younger now. I think I was 11. You were 10, 9, 10, right in there. We went to just like one of those boondocks places, right? With the little go-karts and stuff. Hey, competition's competition, man. And I'm we, uh, <laughs> and, and we were racing each other and I went into one corner and I just, I told, I mean, I took him out. Let's just, I'll just like be you frank. You see about those it. videos on Facebook where people like jump over top of the guardrails. <laughs> That's kind of pretty much what it was. Oh, yeah. Took him out. You know, we finished and whatnot. We get done and I, you know, unbuckle and everything. 
And this kid is sprinting at me. <laughs> you son of a, you took me out. And he's swinging. Oh, wow. And my, oh, my dad I grabbed him. I was like, what are you doing? Pushing. Oh, yeah. Pushing, swinging. Same thing. I mean, he was pissed. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's boondocks. <laughs> I, play for, uh, yeah. I play for keeps. I play for keeps. There you go. Needless to say, if that ever happened in real life in one of these cars, well, I won't be fighting. It, you. It well, I don't it know. Maybe Jake. like we were talking about last week. Hey, let's just go to the front straightaway and start swinging and having a fight on the, well, in, yeah. in the pits. It may be no, brother to brother. Let's go. There'd yeah. be a pissed off car owner in my ear and be yelling at me. He'd be like, pull off now. <laughs> yeah yeah maybe uh maybe another episode i'll i'll tell you a similar story i wrecked my mom at a go-kart track once and she was not happy at all <laughs> but i won so, so we know where you are when it comes to uh would you wreck your mom for five grand hey wins don't come easy you gotta true i would i did oh, funny God. funny thing is is she uh at those deals they don't have reverse you know so they had to like stop the race Pull her back. It was a whole thing. Oh but, my god, yeah, that's good oh, time. That's funny. Anyway, I think there's we, uh, a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon, did you from Mark Bermcamp? Did you figure out how soon your motor will be put together? No, I did not. It's uh, still ongoing, so to be determined. Um, there's that. <laughs> Thanks, mom. So yeah, uh, no, no update on the uh, 3H Legend car to be determined. But well, then you got Scotty Bremkamp with a question for Jord. There you go. Did you need new, it's from Scott Bremkamp? Did you need new shorts after the breakage? Uh, pretty close. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we went out there and it was it was under caution and whatnot. So it was before you know they dropped the green to let everybody go. And um, in the first time, the first time I it, it just felt like I I thought I blew a tire because we had some pretty old tires, not old old, but you know some pretty old tires on the car for practice for practice tires and i thought i blew the ref rear because i saw you know rubber coming up by my face i just saw it coming and you know and it's sitting on the left rear just dirt, 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 dirt. you can hear it and i'm like oh, i blew a tire and um but the car didn't kick sideways really at all um but the second time when it broke i was coming out of turn four so scotty scott passed me uh going into one and two and at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I just want to follow him. I'm going to try and stay with him. I just want to follow him to see his line and everything and get a feel for what he's doing because I know he's he's a great driver. You know, I would just want to get a get a sense of what it's like to be behind him and, and kind of see what he's doing. And as soon as I hit that throttle coming out of turn three, I mean, I didn't put it to the floor, but I rolled it into the I rolled it down to the floor and that thing kicked sideways on me. And I'm not kidding. I was I was sideways coming you're out of coming turn out four. Of two. No, you're coming out of two because I no, remember it was no, it was, was three and was four blocking. on the second time. It was it was because crazy. I pulled down to the infield right there. So Classic anyways, Smith battle. Ding ding I, ding. I purposely slowed down coming off the track so I could watch you, and that's so, exactly what happened. Yeah, but that car, I mean, that car was sideways, and I had the old man in my ear, and he's like, "I can't believe you just saved that car." But yeah, let's just needless to say. The second time scared me a little bit that I was going to lose control of that car because as soon as I hit the throttle, it just whoop, and I didn't I didn't think I was going to save it, but I luckily all my prayers have been answered and I saved the car. So new shorts uh, were definitely yeah. needed though after that one. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was a pucker moment. All right, Jake. <laughs> all right, uh, from Mr. Brian Sanders. I did this last year. Should I order big checkered flags for the main event winner? 
to give to a random fan in the stands. Uh, you shouldn't spend your money. You go to yeah, right. Jim, get his money, and yes, I am all for that. Uh, that would be so cool. Every main event winner, go out and choose a fan, whether it's they have your shirt on or not, whether they cheered your bougie or not. Yeah, go give it to a random fan that wouldn't make their year, let alone their night. So I, I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we answered Holly Clark's uh, question there about how Jordan ran. Uh, so we'll go to Ray here. If I could, oop, wrong one. Sorry. Uh, Ray Duncan, are you guys on board with intermission autographs? 100%. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I'll tell you, sorry about that. So um, I know I've only run one and a half, well, not even because I only made it to the second practice session. So one official race, but I have like 966 more hero cards that we have printed to autograph. So if anyone wants one, I mean, I <laughs> got a lot to hand out. Yeah, I have uh, plenty to hand out. So yes, I would, maybe I should just show up with the car and not run and just sign autographs the whole night to get rid of those <laughs> things. So you ever wanted to feel what it feels like to uh, sit in a legend car? <laughs> yeah. Charge them five <laughs> bucks, sit in the damn thing. <laughs> Probably drive it better than I can. <laughs> Anyway. Man, no, I, I, to answer, to answer that question too. Yes. I mean, 100% yes. I think it's awesome. Again, it's just the fan. It's the, it's the experience. The, the fan experience is what we have to improve overall at that racetrack. We have to make it worthwhile for people to come spend their 17, $18, whatever it is um, at the racetrack. Cause a lot of people, you know, they have young, young kids and stuff like that. And by the time the races get over, like my kids, they're usually freaking exhausted by the time we're getting out of that place. Like they want to, I'm exhausted for Christ's sake. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's tired, you know, (laughs) by the time we get done with there, you know, everybody's tired. They want to go home. So I think that bringing the drivers over, you know, for that 15 minute intermission, just to sign some autographs for some of those people that can't stay after the races are over to get you know get that interact of course i mean how those are the little things that we've been missing that just one example of many that we're missing in order to make the fan experience that much more hey if we have it let's set up a a stp little table there and we'll all three sign let's do it there There you go heck yeah you can ask for the for the drivers or the 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 scrubbing tires podcast crew autograph (laughs) print out hero cards there it's good idea uh i will say no go go ahead ahead. no you go go. you're good (laughs) you're good i I was just gonna off topic uh, mine's off topic too (laughs) well coming from uh that picture that ray duncan posted the other day of three important people in her life and then we commented like hey what the heck what's with the scrubbing tires did she send you that picture i'm not on freeze frame this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got it yeah, she came over. She's like, I, I reminded her about it. She's like, hey, yeah, let's get that picture down and, and let's send it to Brandon since he's the only one not here. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, honestly, like I said, I had a work commitment um, being on call and I actually had a shit show of a weekend um, getting called out at 11 at night, 12 at night. So when I got that picture, I'm like, yeah, rub it in some more, smart ass. I get it. <laughs> I wish I could have been there, but I wouldn't have been much help <laughs> on my computer the whole night. So I got it, Ray. Thank you. All right, we got uh, another one. All right. I don't know whose turn it is, but not mine. I'll go. Okay, for Mark Bermkamp, would you as a driver on an off night volunteer, quote unquote, oh, yeah, we, to had, work we as, had this last week. 
Did we? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. It's to work as an official one night and give feedback on possible. Well, we didn't get this last part. Give feedback on possible improvements. <laughs> they don't want that. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> it it, yeah, let me tell you. Something. It depends on who's wanting the feedback. <laughs> like, it, it, I, I love the question. I, I see where you're going with this, but we don't get listened to anyways. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we could, we can all. You guys know best. You, the officials, know what needs to be proved on. You don't need the drivers to sit there. We'll back you. We know what improvements need to be made. You know what improvements need to be made. It's just certain talking heads that need to just open up their ears and listen to the feedback to make improvements. So Ray, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do your job for a night. Yeah. That'd be great. Ray, Actually, no, tell Tanner Eggleston to get up there. He, hey, yeah. he got He's got it. Oh my God. If you could, if that kid was up in the spotter stand and somebody was yelling oh. at him, he turned around, get it out. Take no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Oh, oh, that's that hilarious. would be great if a oh. three-year-old kid did that. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, I would. I would love to. Like literally, I would. Especially since uh, my car's MIA right now, I would love to. <laughs> Maybe hey, you guys got any open spots I could come out there and do something? There I don't even go. need paid. I don't even need paid. I just want to do it. Uh, I'd, I was I'd gonna... get kicked out. Since we're waiting on a couple of questions to come in here, I was going to take a minute to do a shout out to a couple of drivers that were out of town this weekend that we didn't touch on. Um, one, Mr. Jace Hansen winning at Kern County and the way he did it. I don't know if you guys saw Ooh, yes. the replay of that. Hey. That was badass. Who has you can speak in a gator. Don't take no shit. Yeah. And, and, and I loved the interview too. Like he said it perfectly. And, yep. and for that kid, uh, the shepherd kid to come up and like start shit with him after the race was over, it was like, really, yeah. dude, you totally had that coming. Yeah. Like, like, like Jay said, lap nine and you're, and he was, uh, what is the shepherd? He's like, oh, well, I had nowhere to go. Really? You're on lap nine lift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. lift. The pay window is not open on lap nine, buddy. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're on, lift. Sorry. But they're, um, they're not giving but, you an extra bonus at lap 10. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it just totally brought me back to when we had that holiday 100 and he did that same move to Mark Neff. And hey. so he does it in eye racing and then he does it in real life. So hey. that was, that was pretty badass to see. So hats off to him. And yes. then yes, our, uh, our, our local girl here uh, running in the SRL series. Hats off to you to Holly Clark uh, getting your first top five in the SRL series Absolutely. and at a track you've never run before. So that's amazing. Uh, yeah, okay. Extremely job. Well done. Extreme yeah, job well done. Watching yeah. her all yes. on uh, race monitor because uh, she practiced Thursday and then Friday, of course, and then uh, Saturday, all the festivities. So, yeah, once I uh, hey. heard kind of what was going on and she was kind of eighth, ninth there in practice. And then, you know, mm -hmm. like I said earlier, some drivers, they're maybe not as good at the first 10 laps, but they start getting their car hooked up and the tires start to come in late in the race. And right. she said that she had a – uh, got more consistent as the race went on and she felt more comfortable and she drove all the way up to fifth place. And she said she was also pretty close to getting up there battling for fourth place. So yeah. And Brian Sanders line. coaching her uh, on mm -hmm. the night. So well done, yeah. sir. Yeah. And, and you were on the, on the lead lap. You yeah. were the one, hey. the last one on the lead lap. So, I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And oh, good job. And bro, she, this is her second top five. Remember last yeah. time that she, uh, she took the quick time and then, yeah, started fifth and ended. <laughs> so there you go. My bad. 
There you go. Straight man. Foot, of course, the foot mouth statistical analyst had mouth. to come in and say it. That's yeah. right. Man, uh, drink so yeah. Beers. Sorry to go off on that, but I did want to make sure that we uh, gave a shout out to those two. That was yeah. uh, awesome to see. Representing Colorado well. Rep- yeah, Absolutely. in the SRL series. So good job. Hey, and nobody leave yet because we have a huge announcement at the end of this. We purposely put it at the end so all of you listen to the end. But first, <laughs> thank you for a great Give Me Some Love and segment, segment as always. Um, a lot of good questions. We appreciate that. Pass it to Jake to hear uh, from a guy named Big Mike. Big Mike? Yeah, yeah so uh, like I said, my father-in-law, Mike Dowling, he uh, owns, operates uh, Great Frontier Insurance. He's a great guy. Um, this one I had right there. There you go. He's uh supported uh myself and George with everything that we've done so far with racing, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't couldn't be happier with the amount of support that uh that he gives us. But yeah, if you're looking for great insurance or at least to kind of compare what you have now to what he may be able to help you with, um, and also to make sure you're covered for the things that you need covered, you know, I know there's certain areas here in Colorado. You may be in a flood area and you just don't have enough uh, insurance coverage to cover if something ever like Yellowstone that just Sheesh. happened in the last couple of weeks. That one house that it was like 50 feet or 100 feet off the river two weeks before that all of a sudden is now underwater because the uh, flood took away a lot of land and yeah. took away the house. So crazy. Uh, yeah. So if you're looking to at least make sure you're covered for everything that could possibly happen, definitely give up uh, Big Mike a shout and see what he can do for you there you go yeah all right uh well i guess uh good segue here yeah well we have yeah we have a couple of questions and i actually got texted a question oh um this is as well breaking news i know breaking news we got texted a question but um hit kyle clegg's one there real quick so we can we'll finish out this segment at least the one about oh, the SRL. actually we got uh we man too i apologize all right we'll take these last what is it two or three yeah we'll take the last few so srl at the end of the year uh we have two plans well, for out of state races this year yeah. one one with the srl and one not with the srl we we're gonna go to winchester in october I am I'm not driving because the whole point of having actually the second car wasn't only just to have me me compete as well, but it was also just to have a backup car for when we do go out of town. So we're at the end of the this season, we're stripping the 99 off of that car and we're putting the wrap of the 89 on there just in case something happens. So we're yeah. going to be going to Winchester here in October. And then the plan is to compete in the SRL series at the bull ring in December. So the SRL is not hosting that bull ring race. Actually, mm-hmm. I found out it's just bull ring oh. putting on an open mod race. Open mod. Okay. Yeah. So, that, okay. So, yeah, I found that so out those last week from the SRL guys. So, all right. Yeah. But I will be going back to the spotter stand for uh, those two races, at least. I'll be, I'll Same. be pit crew guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about that Winchester one because John Seeley is going to go out. I know, like Kyle said, that Nate is uh looking to go out at that race so kyle hey if you uh don't have any races in the legend car uh october 12th through the 17th let's do it let's take let's, let's go take, let's take four mods from colorado out there give a good yeah. showing trying to get little sis out there too so i'm trying to go too but you know that's uh elk season so. oh come on you <laughs> hey, don't buy elk you see that you see that picture right there <laughs> that'll change your dude. mind 
I know. I'm with you. If, if I got an opportunity to shoot an elk like you shot last year, I'd be skipping racing. I'd be going to shoot the monster. But if but, it was uh, a 25,000 to win? I'd say good luck, bro. I'm going elk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I think we'd have about the same amount of odds either way. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but right, we'll any, anyways, oh, go real and then quick, I'll sneak I got – I got the I got the one here. Um, this comes in. It says, "What about a champion a champions race? A couple of drivers in each division uh, at the end of the year driving the same kind of car in a race for a uh, fun race. Bring back those mod four rentals. Absolutely. Yeah, like something like that, and open them up and or yeah. or, or you, you know you have a hobby stock or something cheap. You know. So I mean? only Just, the champions." Uh, champions of each okay bring that series like a yeah like an iroc series yeah Yeah. like an iroc series at at cns they they host a just one race so like maybe the challenge cup weekend or something they have you know after the season's over or the enduro race you know the the enduro race it spice it up a little bit more i don't know something like that but yeah that'd be that'd be kind of cool like all the all the champions from each series run against each other Ooh, i got one even better how about we have an officials race where all the officials oh, get God. The, like the mod for rentals yeah. go out there and compete. One of the Bremkamp brothers is going to get in the wall. I can just. <laughs> no, they're, they're not getting in the wall. They're getting sent off one of the dirt piles. In the <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. See, uh, see old Scotty doing the Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, since we're doing an encore here, I guess if, give me some love and we'll answer this one. Cause it is STP related. Uh, from Bremkamp uh, or Mark Bremkamp. Brandon, are we still going for the iRacing stuff we talked about? And then I sent an email about. Um, so tentatively, yes, um, we were going to roll it out this week. So yesterday, um, actually had engagement photos yesterday, so it wouldn't have worked. Um, some slight changes to that, but I think um, we're going to maybe try that, maybe change some things up in there after talking to a few people about their thoughts on it. But uh, yeah, should be should be fun and hopefully um, start to see that um, very shortly. So um, be on the lookout on our Scrubbing Tires podcast page for all of you Colorado and surrounding uh, areas, iRacers out there. I'm going to put on together a little league. going to be for fun and, um, yeah, to get some more camaraderie between uh, all of us drivers. So, yeah, the answer is yes. I just don't have a uh, specific date. So, yes. Um, Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that was the encore, so we're done I'm, taking I'm, questions. I know. I'm loving this little, uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess, crap talking with the officials uh, with that hey. little last suggestion. I love it. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd, I'd go. I'd see it. Hey, Ray, if uh, either Bram Camp boy was uh, in front of you going for the win, would you take him out? Duh. That's a duh. <laughs> That's yeah. a duh. One of them's ending up on one of the hills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or hitting a tire. <laughs> All right. For all um, 11 viewers that are still with us, we appreciate you. We didn't announce it in the um, text of this, but it's been a while since we've had a guest. Um, Things have been kind of chaotic. People getting engaged, people racing, motors blowing up the whole nine yards. But drumroll, next Tuesday, June 28th, we're going to have none other than Mr. Kyle Clegg as a honorary guest on the scrubbing tires podcast so 
Round of applause, Mr. Clay. Finally. Yes. Finally. He, he was supposed to be our first ever guest on the Scrum Tires podcast. It just uh, schedules didn't align. Like, and uh, he's here like we are. one of those celebrity divas. You know, you got to like stay hey. on top of it. I'm just kidding, Kyle. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, tune you, in. Yeah, get your drinks ready. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and, I got uh, it ready. Yeah, and, and I think it was Clegg who made the comment about Eggleston when we had him on here about the beer burp. So we're going we're gonna to have a ticker of every time you burp. And uh, we're going to compare the two episodes. So, uh, but yeah, super excited to have uh, Kyle Clegg on Definitely. here. Obviously, we don't need to tell the the story, but uh, a name stay in Colorado and uh, racing multiple classes. Um, so yeah, super excited for that. So certainly tune in next Tuesday, seven thirty p.m. Mountain. We'll have uh, Mr. Kyle Clegg on. So looking forward to that Great. one for sure. Heck yeah, maybe learn a few things about the games and the legends. You never yeah. know. Yeah, you never know. I'll have to steal something from it. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a motor for the legend. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> need one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Geez. Oh my gosh, Ray. We already got him coming. All right, <laughs> Ray. Please save those tall uh, questions. Questions for next week. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's great. Yeah, that is a wrap for tonight's show. So again. Appreciate everyone uh, tuning in tonight. And if you listen to us on any of the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, um, <laughs> Anchor, all of them, we appreciate that. We see the views. Um, it matters to us. Uh, we're trying to implement. Uh, we're already thinking ahead to next season uh, for some bigger, better, always trying to improve, um, bring you the best content we have and can. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate the viewership, listenership. Um, appreciate everybody coming out to the racetrack to cheer all three of us on when we do race. Um, and I'll shut up and pass to the rest of these two, but thanks again for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, thank you everybody for listening to us for an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, you know, we try to keep things interesting, spice things up, bring some entertainment to your lives on a Tuesday night. So, uh, kudos to you guys for, and gals uh for staying up late uh got to thank all the sponsors of course for the gam gums uh, i should say citywide banks group frontier insurance uh raising the bar exteriors uh tr sandberg construction the epilepsy foundation of colorado and our grandma uh sandy kaiser who's been a huge help this year um, and a huge listener and a huge time. listener and i mean no matter what like she, she almost didn't come out this weekend because it was supposed to be so hot, but she still made the trip. And thanks to you to my wife for bringing her out. Um, she made the trip. And my brother-in-law, you missed it. My brother-in-law, Mikey, finally came out. He's been talking about coming out for over a year and a half now, and finally he made it. So put on oh. a good show for him. So we had, thank everybody uh, again. You're missing like, a couple. You're, huh? You're missing a couple sponsors. A co oh, uh, Western Engine. Uh Definitely got to give a huge shout out to them because they repaired both our motors uh, and especially for how hard it, getting parts is this year um, to get two motors done uh, in a quick amount of time. Uh, hats off to Terry over at uh, Western Engines. Definitely got to give him, him a huge shout out. And um, Oh, and Jordan Smith Designs. Designing our Thank car. You. There we go. Hey. I'm like, who am I forgetting? There's one I'm forgetting. Uh, Jordan Smith Designs. You're looking for a cool little, uh, you know, design for your car hit this guy up down here yeah the car that got four cars out there that i've designed now hey hey i like it i like seeing all the all the different ones out there so mm -hmm. anyways Absolutely. 
Just make sure you pay him first. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work for free. <laughs> all righty. Uh, yeah, all I right. want to thank everybody. Uh, again, all you fans, listeners, everybody watching and listening. Um, I want to thank again, huge shout out to Pit Crew this last weekend. Um, and just yeah, everybody that came and supported us and was there and, and nothing but kind, kind words. So, um, yeah. But looking forward to not only next week's episode with uh, Mr. Kyle Clake, um, also looking forward to next week's uh, hopefully storylines for the racetrack this year. And um, I, after what I experienced last weekend in the race car, I I I, I am got it. I'm hooked. Like it's like a drug. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's done for. Like I, I just want more of it. I'm addicted to it. It's awesome. Uh, n- nothing like I've ever experienced in my life, just overall from start to finish. Um, I did have a couple bonehead moves in the car myself. Um, I thought you were going to say something else. I was like, Oh, God, oh no, <laughs> no I, cu- he was that bone- excited. A cu- couple bonehead moves, but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but I'm looking forward to, uh, more of the learning yeah. experience and, uh, hopefully, you know, see what happens, see what happens for the rest of the year. Just, yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome. Absolutely. There you have it. So, yeah, um, next week, I don't care if it's John Seeley's birthdays or not, or uh, Brian Sanders, if your gold fist has swimming lessons, tune in. <laughs> swimming. Swimming. Yeah, it's the end of the show. You know, we start swimming. Uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in, and uh, hopefully maybe next week we'll be talking about a potential Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup. You never know. I know. I bring it home, so, boys. I'm going camping uh, Friday morning, so I'm. I, I got to well, we'll figure out know. a way. We'll let you know. Well, no, I got a GPS, like a satellite phone, so uh, uh, I've got to have somebody give me updates about the go. game on Friday. You ain't getting the beach for me. <laughs> okay, then I won't call you. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me. I'll be watching it. Yeah, exactly. I'll text Brandon. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll text Marky Bremkamp. I mean, somebody that's going to watch it, they'll give me updates. Oh, yeah. Just do a got you. group text. I'm going to literally yeah, be in the middle of nowhere. And, of course, they had to go to game five. And, yeah, I'm going to miss miss game five. And watch. They're going to, I mean, obviously knock on wood. But watch. I'm going to be gone, and they're going to win it. And I'm going to have to come home and watch all the highlights of it and not see it live. Well, Unbelievable. That's what you get. I know that's what I get. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like we said, if you didn't catch us live, be sure to listen to us on all the platforms. We're still just as good, even if you can't see us. So we appreciate that and uh, looking forward to next week. So until next time, keep scrubbing those tires. Good night, everybody. See you, everybody. On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrubbin' Tires Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrubbin' Tires Podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.